From the words of Whistle Stop Express, we love our community and appreciate all of our wonderful customers. So check out Whistle Stop Express in Sand Gap, Kentucky. Their hours are Monday through Friday from 5 a.m. to 9 p.m., Saturday and Sunday from 7 a.m. to 9 p.m. They have gas, diesel, propane tanks, and propane tank exchanges, automotive products, hydraulic fluid, a line of livestock feed, and pride dog food. They also have tobacco products. If you need a Notary Republic, they have them there at the Whistle Stop. They have a full breakfast, lunch, and dinner menu served all day. They carry postage stamps and a lot more. So if you're needing anything from the Whistle Stop Express, please give them a call at 965-7613. Again, that's Whistle Stop Express, beautiful Sand Gap, Kentucky. Give them a call at 965-7613. up world what's up baby hey buddy i'm just uh just a, I guess. <laughs> uh, yeah i'm just plugging along buddy i'm, I'm like a, a, a fat kid in a candy store i'm just doing yeah just doing yeah <clears throat> uh weird times we're living in beef it really is man we mm. we live in uh we live in the days of noah uh the end of times probably yeah yeah that's that's why i said that yeah <laughs> Well, yeah, I know what you mean, but no, I knew what you meant. Uh, start that timer. <laughs> no, nah, we really, really are, man. We live, we're living in some um, some horrible, horrible, horrible times. And you know, the funny thing is, is is uh, we hope and we pray that things get better, but we know in our it's hearts, it, we it's know in not. our hearts that it's not. This is this is the beginning of the end. It really is. Uh, that's why I mean the beginning of the the, the end is inevitable. Right. It's going to happen. Yeah, nobody's for sure how it's going to happen, but you know, with the way times are nowadays yeah. and getting worse every day, you kind of get the feeling of how it's going to happen. Yeah. You know, so uh, that's kind of what we wanted to make this episode about our opinion on how to maybe prepare for those yeah. days and stuff like well, that. Let me let me tell you something. I, 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 I was on Disney Plus here the other day, yeah. and Excuse I found the, uh, I can't remember what it's called, but it's basically the story of Anne Frank. Now, we have all we all know who Anne Frank is. She's a little 13, 14-year-old girl um, over in Germany, or Amsterdam is where they lived, when Hitler came into power, and they, she, her and her family and a couple, you know, a few more other people were hid for two years. Oh, yeah. And, uh, and then, of course, they got <clears throat> caught, and uh, <clears throat> she wrote this diary, and it's basically like looking at it from the... Um, from the perspective of the the lady and her husband that helped hide them, yeah. And uh, you know, I, I I thought about that, and I'm thinking, man, they're right now, 
And a lot of people can't, they, you can't fathom that because you live in a free country as of right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, you, there are places in China where they have to uh, literally go into basements and, and, and worship God. And, and they have to hide it. Yeah, they have to hide. And, For fear of being and, killed. And, they, and, and, and we've got Bibles, and I am kicking myself right in the groin right now. Mm-hmm. Got Bibles all over our homes. And these people have a page of a Bible. Yeah. And, and they're lucky to get you know yeah. the whole bible <clears throat> they have no freedoms no no freedoms whatsoever uh-uh. but uh and they'll kill you if they find out you're a christian well everything about your life in these countries is controlled by the government right the number of children you're allowed to yeah. have the 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 size of your home yeah uh, the number of vehicles, if at all, yeah. that you're allowed to have. And, and, you know, we hear rumors all the time of their, uh, you know, <coughs> Biden's going to be making you to where you can only use so much gas a week. Yeah, you that know, we, was pretty recent that yeah, that, that was brought up. Yeah, that was brought up uh, because of all the, you know, the uh, the bogus thing of global warming or whatever yeah. it's called, freezing in the winter, whatever. but warm in the summer. Um, I personally don't believe in that bunch of bull crap, and it's not because of my political views or this, that, and the other, um, it's going to get hot and it's going to get cold. And yeah. seasons change. Some of them last a little longer and some mm-hmm. of them are a little shorter. That's happened since day one, since this stuff yeah, has been recorded. kind of used to it. You know, I always tell my kids, I'm like, you guys, have, uh, you guys are missing out. And they're like, what do you mean? I said, when I was a kid, when I was your age, when I was 12, yeah. it used to flip and snow in Jackson Big. County. Big. Big time. Yeah. You know, and I said, we'd be out and we'd make these igloos that you could drive a car through because they did. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, I remember snow drifts seven foot tall. Oh, yeah. There was one out by Louis Parrott's on the road I was raised on that was 20-something foot. Yeah. It was right on the side of the road. Mm-hmm. It, went, hey, it was so cool looking. Things do change, you know, uh, over time, but they have to. Right. But... You know, I'm not worried about the weather. I'm no. not worried about global warming and things like that. It's going to, I believe I heard a politician. No, it wasn't a politician. It was, uh, what was his name? Bill. Neil deGrasse Ty- Tyson. <laughs> Actually, oh, it was. I didn't say Neil. I said Bill. Oh, but it sounded like it. Yeah, well, that's all I needed. But <laughs> <laughs> sounded like it. <laughs> yeah. But he was talking about the 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 depth of the oceans rising oh, yeah, and stuff. And he crazy. Said, he said, uh, it's going to take 57 years. I think he said for the water level to rise an eighth of an inch. Yeah. He said, we got better things to worry about. Yeah. I mean, it's crazy. <laughs> and it's if the, you know, Neil deGrasse Tyson, he's uh, a super genius, he's a super genius for real. Know? And I'm not saying just go believe anybody really knew it, but this guy's been proven to be a genius. Yeah. And to know pretty much what he's talking about. Yeah. He's pretty smart. He's like a, he's like that one feller that sits out there view. Yeah. He's just smart. Yeah. Just, just smart. smart. Just, one, just of them guys. one of them guys. But, uh, for things like that, I'm not worried about. I'm worried about things that's going to happen in my lifetime or in my children's lifetime right. that I'm pre- preparing for right now. Now, now, now I'm going to really throw something biblical and I'm going to, uh, this is going to probably rub some Christians the wrong way. Yeah. What if there is no rapture? Do you know that there's churches in Jackson County and in America that preach against the rapture? Mm-hmm. I mean, I like I I struggled with it for years because that like my whole thing with that, Danny, was 
that there's nobody and I and and I was young and I didn't understand grace and and in some cases I still don't understand grace the grace of God because you well, can take a, a child pedophile that have raped and mutilated and killed these children and they can pray and be in heaven yeah. you know they can pray for forgiveness and hit and mm. God dealing with them and they can really it's not just because they prayed and got <laughs> baptized and nobody really knows like God, if God is really dealing with someone, you know, there's a change that happens in someone when they really, truly get saved. There, there literally is a change, and it's nothing that you do. It's an automatic thing when, when God comes yeah. into your life. Yeah. But let's just say for an instance that, see, the I think the word rapture was supposedly uh, made up on some woman's deathbed, this old saint in the Catholic Church or something like that. I, I used to know all this stuff. I used to read statistics and, and get all, all deep into that stuff. This was back in like 2005, 2006. I really struggled with it. I went to my pastor, old Brian Gabbard at the time, and I was like, man, I don't know if I believe in that. And I told him, I'm like, you know, I, I, and this is why. I said, number one, I don't think we deserve it. And he's like, well, you don't understand grace. Yeah. So you need to, you know, pretty much you need to, you need to start studying on grace before you, you mm-hmm. know, let the enemy into your brain and yeah. tell you this, 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 and this. But let's just say for an instance that the rapture doesn't happen. Yeah. That it's just a, a man-made thing. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the word rapture is not in the King James Version Bible. I don't think it's in any version of the Bible. Yeah. Uh, they call it the catching away uh, of the church. I don't think the catching away is in the Bible either. There is a place in the Bible that says that the saints of Christ will first rise, and then those that remain will meet with him in the clouds and all that stuff. And they, that's where they get that from. That along with some other things. Yeah. But like I said... Let's just say for an instant that there is no rapture. Yeah. So what what does that mean, Beefy? That means that You're all here. hell is going to break loose mm-hmm. you know, on this planet. Yeah. And you're going to have to live through it. Either you'll die or you'll live through it. Yeah. Let, let's say it's that it really is. Um, uh, uh, let's just say for an instance that uh, <clears throat> you love your children. You'd do anything for your kids, yeah. right, Danny? I know mm-hmm. you would, and so would I. Yeah. And I know my wife would, and I know that Patsy would too. Mm-hmm. Now let's uh, now I can't get my kids to eat soup beans or nothing. You know, it's DiGiorno pizzas and <laughs> Red Baron pizzas, and you know, they won't eat uh, ketchup unless they're looking at chocolate, and yeah. <laughs> won't even eat ketchup. Seriously, mm-hmm. they rarely will. I'm the condiment guy at the house, yeah. but. Uh, it's not that they're picky. It's just that they're set. You yeah. know, this is what we like, oh, and blah, blah, blah. But I really believe with all of my soul that people think that, oh, Lord, it's it's so bad right now. The Lord's coming back at any time. I think that it's going to be 50 times worse it than will. it is right now. Oh, yeah. And I'm not talking about just in America. I'm talking about in the world. <clears throat> the world, yeah. Like, like uh, you know, over in China, like I said earlier, they kill people for this. Uh, maybe they just think you're a Christian and, and they'll shoot you dead. Yeah. You know, if they just even have the thought. That you know, that has something. happened yes, before yes. in our world. Yeah, it really people has. Don't, a lot of people don't realize that, but there has been hundreds of thousands of people killed for their religious beliefs. Yeah, and just for being a Jew. That's yeah, I mean, that's, that's what you're it. talking about. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I mentioned that show uh, about <laughs> Anne Frank, Excuse and, and uh, I, I would suggest that there is some uh, 
there's some language in it. It's not real bad. Um, it's nothing that you don't hear at Walmart with all your buddies. Yeah. Uh, you know, or you, it's nothing that uh, it's nothing that your neighbors that go to church. Uh, <laughs> it's nothing that your neighbors that go to church and judge everybody don't say when they yeah. think that nobody's listening. Yeah, yeah. You know, I, yeah. I think that's hilarious. Oh, I, yeah. I mean, I really do. I you know, know. Well, I know. Uh, but. Uh, like I was saying, you know, imagine that if if these things did not happen, or if it has to be fifty times worse than what it is right now on yeah. this whole planet. Yeah. I, I said earlier in the beginning of the podcast, this is these are the days of Noah, and uh, you think, man, it is. See, man, it is, brother Beefy. Come on, preach yeah. a while. You have no clue what the days of Noah was like unless you dig into the Old Testament and find out. Yeah. Do you know? Did you know that that like men were sleeping with animals and other uh-huh. men and and uh, you know we we talk about this transgender generation and this that and the other and and you know the LGBTQ RBA uh, ABCDFGs and all this that and the other but these things were running rapid they just didn't have the titles that we've given them now. Oh yeah. You know and 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 you you know you couldn't walk down the street. Uh, and without being probably being raped and molested and and beat and killed right in the streets of Sodom and Gomorrah, study that, folks. If you think I'm lying, yeah. but those are the days of Noah. Mm-hmm. You know that the days were so bad that they're going that God literally had to destroy two cities because it was so bad. Yeah. Now you think about California. I'm talking to people in the Appalachian region that are living good, even though you're poorer than dirt and you ain't got a pot to piss in. Mm-hmm. You're living good. We live in a small community where those things <clears throat> probably will never, ever come across the county line because yeah. there's a bunch of hillbilly rednecks that will probably do something. Yeah. I mean, and I'm glad they are. Yeah, me too, because I'll probably be one of them. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'd be yeah. glad to go to jail for that stuff. Mm-hmm. Nobody likes jail, but... You know, I would be glad. There's to. certain things worth going to jail for, right? And but I mean, just imagine if those things don't come to pass as it's been taught in your church or in my church, or you know, just imagine because you know, we're, who knows? Who really knows? Yeah. You know, you're you're being taught by somebody that's uh, that's being led by the Lord, but yet they're flesh. Yeah. They're still a human being. They still make mistakes. They still have negative thoughts. They still, you know, they they go through all these things and they're life and some of them <coughs> and i'm talking about me sometimes i don't repent of those things until it gets to the point to where i am <coughs> miserable yeah. and then i'm like god what is it what is it and then he reminds me man you need to pray yeah. you know you need to talk to me about these things because they're starting to rise up in your life and t- starting to get a hold of you mm-hmm. thank god for that yeah. but imagine and we <coughs> i mentioned to danny before we got on the podcast, the movie Red Dawn with Patrick Swayze. Yeah, buddy, good movie. Uh, great movie. If you haven't watched it, they done a remake of it. I didn't much think that it, it was. No it, it was not any good. Watch the original and and try to put that in this time <clears throat> right now. But the thing is, is 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 I'm going to like throw a little bit of Bible in there. We wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and darkness and bad things from high places and this, that, and the other, and you know, whoop de doo and hip skiddly under and old mish under and all that good stuff. Mm-hmm. Imagine that going uh, wrestling against that plus a regime or a military force that is right here in on our soil. Yeah. <clears throat> and you're not only wrestling against the the spiritual 
having spiritual warfare, but you're going to be wrestling with a physical warfare too. Yeah. Well, you know, now me and Beefy is going to come at you from two different perspectives on this because obviously Beefy knows a whole lot more about this in the biblical sense than I do. Shamefully, I'll admit that. That's my fault. I know, uh, I may know a little bit more about what I would do in the instance of, let's say, in my opinion, I believe the end of the world is going to start with a war. I really do. Uh, And it may be right in our county. You know, they may make their way into our county. So I, for the past years and years and years, have been preparing, trying to prepare and be prepared as much as possible to defend my family. Right. Anybody that knows me knows that already. It's no big secret. I'm a huge gun guy and stuff like that. So I believe that the end of the world may start with a war. Oh, yeah. You know, you're going to have people invading into your backyard, and you're it's going to take you, the listener, listening to this podcast right now, it's going to take you defending your own family. Uh, back to the movie Red Dawn. These people, it, I don't know if I ain't going to spoil it, but the beginning of the movie is showing these kids in class, in school, elementary school, I believe it is. <clears throat> and then all of a sudden you see these troops parachuting in, in the, in the, through the windows of the school, of the school, the classroom. Yeah. That's what I believe it's going to be. Yeah. And then you're going to have whatever people it is invading our country, persecuting us and shooting us like dogs yeah. because of our religious beliefs or whatever beliefs or just because they hate us. Yeah. You know, I believe that it'll spew over into them taking over our government, yeah, making our country theirs, just completely taking it yeah. over. We have the largest military in the world, as far as I know. Yeah. It's going to take more than that, people. Yeah. It's going to take more than that because I believe in everything that I've read, everything I've listened to, I believe that currently, even though we're in the worst shape that I can remember in my 42 years, we're still considered a superpower. Yeah. The United right States. Yeah. For now. I believe these other countries know this. I also believe that they know that they're going to have to band together to take us over. Yeah. Which I believe that they will do. Oh, yeah. So when you take several other countries that know that they're going to have to band together, and they do that, and they invade our country, who's going to defend us? Our military is for sure going to, but one military against several ain't going to get no, it cut. No, ain't going to cut it. I mean, so like you're going to have to take us. Say that. Joe say, Blow, yeah, it? yeah. Say say they uh, land in California. Oh God, help us if they do. California I mean, sitting ducks. I mean, well, they come out. Stop. Yeah, don't stop, do that. Don't do that. I have no guns. Yeah, I have no guns. They please them. don't take my, my stuff. <laughs> yeah, don't take my lipstick. Don't take my car. Not fully charged yet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> jump in you. Jump in you. Uh, jump in your car there. What? It's <laughs> only on two percent, Linda. He won't yeah, get far. I can't get but six miles. I've got to get down there to to that big diesel machine and plug it up. You know, I mean, I'm we're, <laughs> laughing we're being funny, joke, but yeah, it's, it's the truth. truth. It, it's it really the truth. is. It really is. You know, I suggest anybody out there prepare now. Because when the time comes, and it could be tomorrow morning, <coughs> yeah, baby. Yeah, it it could, really could. It could be before you wake up in it the morning. It really could. Yeah. You could be staring down the get barrel of a gun from some idiot in the morning. Well, That's not the way a, I look at it. Let, let's, let's look at it like this. Let's say some dopehead 
is, is has been prowling around your house and you don't even know it, it's the same situation. You may be staring down the barrel of a gun tomorrow yeah, morning. Yeah, buddy. You have to be prepared to do whatever yeah, it takes. That's what I've been trying to do. You know, and uh, <laughs> like I like I was saying, you know, me and Danny know for a fact that if, if things hit the if, if things go to hell in a handbasket, then I would gladly give my life for my children and my wife. Oh yeah. And I'd fight tooth and nail until there was nothing left in me except for death yeah. over my family. Oh, you'd have to kill me. And, and, and you, that bottom line, you just, yeah. you know, you might as well bring everything you got because it's going to take and it. And I'm going to tell you right now, it'll take everything yeah. you got to yeah. kill me. Because yeah. if you're after my family, uh, any, I go any man will agree with this, I turn into Superman. Yeah, I do. I turn I turn that right. No, I don't turn into, I turn into Pac-Man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I just go to eat. And, <laughs> just go to eat. Yeah. <laughs> but no. Uh, a few years ago, I made a Facebook group called Jackson County United for the Second Amendment. A lot of people knows about it. There's still 3,000-some members, I think, on that page. I believe everybody in that group will band together. That's yeah. a lot of people, but yeah. it's going to take more, you know. Yeah. So, But the point of that group was to make Jackson County a Second Amendment sanctuary. Right, so they can't come in here and take... Yeah, right. Now, a lot of people, including the little Jackson County son out here that is notoriously Democratic, liberal, (laughs) uh, (laughs) kind of played it off like it wasn't a big deal, like it didn't mean anything. That's a lie. Don't believe that for a second. It's a symbol. It symbolizes something. They've got new management. Do they? Yeah, and you'd be happy with... uh, the management okay, that well, you'll have, have to let me know who yeah. that is. Good. Yeah, it's about yeah. time. Well overdue. Yeah. But uh, the point of that group was is to not just get Jackson County made into a sanctuary county, but to let everybody know, hey, these people ain't going to take no no crap. Right. You know, and right. I don't believe we will. Uh, there's there's a lot of people in this county that's very well armed right. and ready to go. Right. Right. Um, <clears throat> And there's other ways to prepare other than weaponry and stuff like that. Right. And uh, that's where I come in on the spiritual. Because, like I said, like you're going to be fighting a spiritual thing and a a, a physical thing, too, if things go the way that I think that it's going to go. I mean, honestly. Mm -hmm. Uh, It's not that I'm I'm preaching or or teaching or saying that the rapture is not going to happen. I hope that it does. Yeah. I mean, honestly, I really yeah. do. I hope that well, it does. Anybody ought to the hope, yeah. so you don't have to go through that. exactly um, because you know the Bible even says that uh, that 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 mothers would uh, like die without taking the mark, and everybody's got their uh, everybody's got their their own opinion and stuff about the mark <coughs> of the beast. Mm-hmm. But do you really, really, honestly know what it is? No. You don't. You probably don't want to find and, out. And, yeah, I mean, I, no, you don't. You don't. <laughs> you don't. But, I mean, who knows what the mark of the beast is? I mean, you know, you've got your Bible, and, it, it you know, it's being specific on these things. Yeah. But could it be a, 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 a chip in your head and in your hand or a tattoo on your hand? They're talking about that already. You know, all, all this stuff and that stuff. Mm-hmm. But I, one time, I like to look at things a little outside the box. Like, what if the mark on your head is a thought process? Let's say, like, uh, it's okay to be transgender. <laughs> yeah. I mean, honestly, yeah. Yeah. It, it, it's okay to be that. Well, you know, the this way is to make be, it okay is to it, normalize it. Right. Normalize this. Normalize all these things that <clears throat> the Bible specifically says that, that it stinks in the nostrils of God. Yeah. 
It's a scary thing mm-hmm. to fall into the hands of a just God. Yeah. God's not sitting up there biting his fingernails and thinking, oh, what am I going to do? And yeah. He's already got it planned out. Mm-hmm. And the thing is, is I, my, my youngins asked me a question the other day about hell. They said, like, uh, they, they, they said, well, the devil's in hell. And I said, no, he's not. Mm-mm. And and my Austin looked at me and like he had this look of shock on his face, and I said the devil has not even come close to hell yet. I said, but his day is coming, and he, he he's like he gives me this look like Dad, I don't understand. I said he is going in this world like a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour. And I said the Bible says, son, that hell enlarges enlarges itself daily it yeah. gets bigger and bigger and it, it, i can't remember how many fallen angels there was with satan that were cast out of heaven maybe a 200 i'm just throwing yeah. a number out yeah. there somebody tell us you know on facebook or something yeah. how many but hell was only made for them mm-hmm. but they have deceived so many people since the time they were booted out of there yeah. that it has enlarged itself Billions upon trillions of people that are in hell, yeah. screaming and hollering, and the and, and, and lashing at the teeth, and, and and even some people think that that they haven't been put in placed in hell yet. Well, they're in they're in uh, paradise, you know. They're they're in a eternal sleep or yeah. whatever. That's fine. There's there's scriptures in there that says that, <laughs> but I go on what Paul says. <laughs> He says to be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. To me, that's the paradise. Yeah. And, and you know, Jesus told a parable about Lazarus and the rich man. The rich man is in hell right now. Mm-hmm. That's been over 2,000 years ago when Jesus said that. Said that he's begging for a drop of water to cool his tongue. Yeah. And he's he's praying. He's trying to pray out of, out of hell and say, go tell my brothers not to come to this awful place. So that's been going on since yeah. then. Yeah. But the devil and his angels, they haven't even seen hell yet because they're, it's not their time yet. They're going through this this earth and deceiving all these people, and and using government and using all the stuff that are that uh, YouTube kids and all this crap yeah. that is. I mean, is yeah. is is desensitizing your children to all this stuff. I watched. I was talking about the Anne Frank movie mm-hmm. or the, the show that's on Disney the very first episode the girl it says on it these things are not totally factual they'll use different things on the show the very first episode it shows that her brother's a homosexual right on the I mean right off the bat <clears throat> he's gay they try to get her to marry her brother because she's adopted yeah and then he and, and they're walking down the street. Why well, you're not my type? Well, I know I'm not your type. I, I'm a homosexual. Yeah. You know whatever this that and the other. And then uh, they they try to portray that this this gay bar does all this thing. I don't know if this is true or not, but the that they that this gay bar goes and uh, all these gay people go around and help all these Jews and and blow up this little embassy building to to blow up the papers <laughs> and stuff. I think that's part of the, you know, the the whole. The, the, this is you know fictional on these parts, but, yeah. but this is true too. <clears throat> but I don't know if that's true or not. But I just I don't like being force fed 
this stuff, and I don't want my kids to have to. I mean, what happened to old Yeller? You, I mean, was was uh, the oldest brother gay? <laughs> was yeah, he a yeah. transvestite? Was a transvestite? <laughs> was he a transgender? Yeah. Just because you're homosexual and stuff doesn't mean that we can't be friends. I've Absolutely got fr- not. I've, I've got, got friends. Listen, I've got friends that are uh, uh, that's the old saying: as "Gay is a two dollar bill." Yeah. I've got a friend that is transitioning into a guy. Yeah. And and I'm like, you know how I stand on that. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't mean that we can't be friends. I'm friends with them. I've you know, got maybe maybe gay. I could say or do something to help this person to give their life to God. Yeah. Because the end result's going to be bad. Yeah. You know. Well, you know, uh, I, I know people that are gay that are some of the best people in the world. Oh yeah. They 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 know where I how I believe and how I where I stand on and everything. But even if I didn't, even if they didn't know, they're not the type of person to talk about it all the time. Right. It's just the way they are. Right. And they go about their life in their own life. Right. You know. But don't look, if you're gay, don't ask me if you don't want to get your feelings hurt. I'm just telling you the truth. If you're gay, transgender, whatever this is, if you don't want your feelings hurt, don't come up to me and say, "Hey, beefy, do you think I'll go to hell?" Yeah. And I'll be like, if you do not repent and accept Christ and turn from your wicked ways, I tell I'm you, sorry, but you will go to hell. I tell you, the people that's really in trouble. Uh, well, I mean, everybody's heard about Target lately, and I actually put a post on Facebook the other day. I'm like, if you ever shop at Target, Explain unfriend me. me. Yeah, I saw that, but I'm like, it's what, disgusting. What Target's been doing stuff for years. I've never liked Target just because I know who owns it and stuff like that and who has stock in the company. I've never shopped there. I try not to do business with any any form of company like that. Right. But uh, Target just came out with their pride line of clothing and trinkets and accessories and stuff like that based solely not even at gay homosexual people strictly toward the lgbtq community now they uh uh supposedly have lost like eight billion dollars in in revenue lately good absolutely i hope they go under (laughs) yeah but uh the first thing that i saw sorry for that hard s there but uh they have now this is not grown-up clothes this clothing is based at teenagers and below oh my god now think about that folks it's not even geared toward adults it's teenage boys and girls and under but they have this uh underwire line out now in target that is tuck friendly well now let that sink in boys boys and girls tuck friendly for Male kids, boy kids, to tuck their penis into this little pocket that's built into the underwear so it does not show. So they can appear as a female. Female. That's so... Now, boys, that right there is the people that's going to go straight to hell if they don't do something and do it quick. Now, that's not just... I'm not... That's a very small piece of what they've got going on. You know, it's all rainbows and stuff like that. And it's funny. I've always thought this. I've never said it before, but it's, you know, everybody knows what a rainbow is supposed exactly. to symbolize. Yes. They're trying to make it into an evil thing. Yeah. And sadly, 
in this generation, everybody knows a rainbow as a symbol for LGBTQ yeah. instead of the real meaning. Right. You know, uh, Jesus, uh, Jesus brought the rainbow about to remind people that he'd never flood the earth again. Right. 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 Am I right? Check right. me on that. Yeah. So now they're trying to direct the rainbow towards this, just pure evil. Yeah. And when you, what you was talking about there a minute ago, they normalize this little by little. Just a tad bit at just a time. Just to desensitize you. Just to, to test the normal. waters. Make just it to test the waters yeah. and to normalize it. And what better target mm-hmm. than our very easily manipulated children? Yeah. yeah. You know? That's true. And the more that they the more that your children is on social media or YouTube or gaming or whatever that may the whatever it may be, be yeah. the worse that the worse it's gonna be because I don't care. I consider myself a very good parent, a very watchful parent. I can't catch everything. Right. You know, so ever so often me and my wife, Patsy, will set our boys down and be like Explain. Right. We would explain to them the wrongs and rights of this world yeah. and stuff like that and remind them, hey, this is wrong. If I see something they're watching on YouTube, I actually did the other day, yesterday, as a matter of fact. They love these ASMR videos. That's it. And they watched this one guy. had never seen him watching before, but he was <clears throat> eating something, whatever it was, cheese sticks or something. <laughs> but he was an Asian guy. And he looked perfectly normal, and I took a second take, and he had lipstick on. Oh, my God. And I, Brody and Branson was both in there and watching it, and they got up to go do something. And I walked in there and said, boys, I don't ever want you watching that again. No matter what, whatever channel that is, I'm blocking it. Don't ever watch anything like that again. And Brody said, why, Daddy? And I said, because he had lipstick on. I just flat out told him I was like that because he had lipstick on and that's wrong. Right. And and but and Brody to to not that I'm defending him, right. but he probably noticed that at first. Yeah. But then they probably watched several videos. Yeah. And yeah. the 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 big old mean old devil with the porch uh, porch fig <laughs> with the pitchfork and his black cape yeah. and his little red horns on, you know, got in his mind. No. The devil don't do that. It's children. a subliminal message. Yeah, it's it, they it, it, they it, just a little at a time. That's the spiritual warfare that I'm talking about. It is. That's whenever exactly whenever right. you whenever and and you and, and I'm gonna tie this in as Danny Potter would say, I'm gonna tie it in together. <laughs> now we use we use the reference of Red Dawn. Well, and you know the military and them flying in and doing all this stuff and taking over, and that's literally what they're trying to do. They're all trying to get together to, to just abolish us, to get rid of us. They hate us. They, you know, they're all being led by something that is not of God. They hate us because we're free. They hate us because we believe in Jesus, and they hate us because we worship Him freely, and Uh this, that, and the other. And and they hate us because they are the devil incarnate. Yep. But the, I'm going to, as, Dan, as Danny would say, tie this together and double knot it. Uh, the spiritual part is going to be stuff like that. Now, you know, the, the th- and it's, I'm trying to be as PG as I possibly can be. 
the spiritual part is going to be the things of that nature that it, all the desensitization and or the desensification or another George W. Pseudonym, <laughs> pseudonym or whatever they're called. But all this desensitizing, bushism. yeah, bushism, <laughs> all these, uh, all these uh, desensitizing things that have desensitized not only our children but us. <clears throat> Uh, we talked about the stupid show Yellowstone and all that. Now it's uh, now they say MFGD, uh, the F word right on regular cable television. And mm-hmm. when we were growing up, and I, everybody said, "Well, that's when you was growing up," because we used to say that to our mom and dad. Yeah, you know, yeah. Uh, things have changed. It ain't the fifties no more. But the thing, thing <laughs> is, is there was still some wholesomeness in the eighties and nineties. Yeah, and and but. Back to what I'm talking about. Tie it in. The, the, yeah, I'm tying it in. I'm about to swoop, loop, and pull. <laughs> Two bunny ears and a double knot. Yeah. The the desensitizing of our children and us with them, like literally subliminally putting this stuff in uh, in our in us in our in our minds to mm-hmm. where it's a normal type thing. Then when all hell breaks loose and all this stuff starts happening, and and you've got to choose: Do I let my let you know, the bunch of transgenders. <laughs> I don't know how, how, how I don't know how how else to say it, but yeah. you know, you may be faced with that question. Somebody one day may put a gun to your head and say, "Do you think that uh, you know trans uh, transgenders can go to heaven?" And if you say no, then they may blow your brains out. That's what it's going to be. Yeah, I mean, honestly, I'm I'm just being as PG as I can, but being as real and as brutally honest as I can. But that's the spiritual side of this, the, how the devil, he gets in and he desensitizes you and it becomes normality in your life. And before you know it, you could even be uh, uh, you could even be participating in stuff. You may go out to a pride walk because one of your friends from school is a transgender now. Yeah. Uh, I, now, like I said, I've got friends that are transgender. I've got a friend that I went to college with, and I showed a picture of this girl that is now a man to my wife before <laughs> I came up here. Mm-hmm. And I said, this is a girl that I went to college with. And she had her shirt off. Had her chest hair, belly hair, underarm hair, and a beard, and ripped like Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yeah. And she was like, that ain't a girl. Mm-hmm. And I zoomed in and showed her the two scars where she had her breast removed. Yeah. And then I started flipping through Facebook, and I said, this is her when she was a girl, and I went to college with her. Very beautiful girl. Yeah. And then I started reading through her uh, Facebook and she was talking about going to church today and thanking God and and all this and that and and my thing is is I don't want to be uh you know uh somebody that 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 gets hate for what I believe in but I'm just telling you what I believe in you believe in what you believe in folks I believe in what I believe in but what I believe in is true and I'm right yeah. bottom line <clears throat> well, whether you think it or not and the reason that I know this because it changed my life and I am not who I used to be yeah bottom line nothing that I did he did it in me and changed my life well Go ahead. No, go ahead. Oh, well, I was just going to say that you know that let's let's going back to what I was saying a minute ago. You know, if there is an invasion in this world, a holy war. Let's let's just say a holy war. There will be. Yeah, that's what I mean. That's what it'll be. 
You're you're gonna take mom. This is the way my mom always put it to me, and it scared me to death when I was growing up. She said, "Dang, there's gonna be times. There's gonna be trials and tribulations that people's gonna be put through, and it may be an instance where where we are asked to deny God. You know, you there may be." Uh, uh, people come take us away from our home and hold, put us all on our knees. Just and, like it is in China. And hold a gun to our heads and say, and look at, this is her telling me, my mom telling me this. She said, Danny, there may be a man come and take us away, take us to someplace we don't know where we're at and hold a gun to my head and say, deny God right now in front of me or I'm going to shoot your children. Now, what? she said, what am I, what am I to do? You know, she said, I'm being faced with death, abrupt death, if I don't deny God. But if I don't, if I embrace God, they're going to kill my children. That's what it is going to be. I believe that with all of my heart. And now back to preparing, (coughs) preparing for all this. I, you know, at the end of the day, I believe in the rapture. I believe that if you're ready, God's going to come back and take his people home. So you're not going to be faced with those trials and those, 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 the hard decisions that, you know, you're not going to have to deal with that. Right. And if you're left here, there is no fighting it. Right. I don't believe you're doomed. You're damned. Let's just, let's just say it the way it is. You're doomed. But when that holy war kicks off, I believe, and I'm like, I could be wrong, and beefy, if I am wrong, tell me. There's going to be a time of war when that mm-hmm. war starts. I and don't. There'll be a time of peace too. Yeah, there'll be a time of war, and there'll be a time of peace. And I believe that there'll be certain people that God's chosen to fight that holy war. I want to be ready to be one of those people. Now. You mentioned a minute ago something about somebody coming up on your property or something like that. My place here is like Fort Knox. Yep. I've got cameras everywhere. You're me too. not going to come around my place without me knowing it. And if you get too close, you're going to get that. You're going uh, to get freedom it. seeds. You're going to get it. I'm just yep. telling you right now. You're not. Uh, <laughs> I'll, I'll tell this little story. There was a a, a buddy of mine. That is an elected official in this county. He just took over this office. I don't want to say his name, but he just took over this office. Super good guy. I've known him my whole life. And he, I was just happened to be in my living room cleaning uh, an AR-15. <laughs> and uh, uh, I saw a car roll up that I didn't notice. All of a sudden, I see I see their hands going up like this. And for all those that's just listening, I'm making the motion of taking pictures with a camera. And I was like, who the heck is this? And I don't know if he saw it or not. I kind of had it down to my side or whatever. But I come up on, I come up on my front porch. And I had that gun. I had that on my side. And I'm like, who the heck are you? I was yelling, you know, really mad. I didn't know who it was taking pictures of my home. And he's like, it's just me. It's just me. Don't worry about it. You know, I'm just, we're just doing this for the, you know, the, the, the place I work at and stuff. And I'm like, oh, okay. You know, but just be, uh, the, the point of that story is be prepared for anything in this world because it could happen at any time. Yeah. Anytime. And please, please, please don't let Nintendo Switch babysit your children. God, no. Please, please, if you allow 
your four, and I'm talking to Beefy, if you allow your four-year-old daughter to get on YouTube Kids, make sure that you're listening to what she's listening to. Mm-hmm. And a few, every few minutes, look at what she's looking at. Matter of fact, yeah. Beefy, make sure she's sitting right beside you. Mm-hmm. Because I'm telling you, you you will regret it. Yeah, you will. I just, my whole big deal about everything is, is it worries me to death that I'll never be enough or do enough for God in telling people, be prepared. You know, the best thing to do is, you know, like you said, you believe in the rapture. Yeah. I believe in the rapture. And then again, I don't believe in the rapture. Mm-hmm. But I'm just, I'm still stuck in the middle, man. I understand. I mean, I do understand. I do understand God's <laughs> grace because he's been so merciful to me. But I, I, it, it, this world is so wicked that it's not that you do anything to deserve heaven, um, but you do do things to deserve hell. And God doesn't think like we think, even though we're made in his image. And his likeness, and I mean, he, the, a lot of things is is confusing sometimes. It really, truly, honestly is. But my whole thing is whether it's whether there is going to be a rapture, or a catching away, or those those that were that remain will will meet with Jesus in a cloud, or whether none of that stuff happens and we have to go through all of it. My main thing is is to be prepared. And how do you get prepared, Jason Lanehart? Beefy, tell me how to be prepared. First, there has to be a drawing. What do you mean by a drawing? A piece of paper and a pencil? No. A well? No. There has to be something pulling you to change your life to to uh, something that you've never ever had a, a you know a feeling before. Yeah. That, and when it happened to me. Like, I can remember it happening just a few times in my life that I felt like I needed to pray and ask God to save me. Okay, I ran from that, so therefore I didn't feel it anymore. And I've, I've told this a billion times, but I probably said the sinner's prayer, Lord God, please forgive me of my sins and come into my life and change me. And Jesus, I believe that you died for my sins and that you rose again on the third day and and that I, I, I pledge my life to you and I'll follow you. I probably said that in my life at least a thousand times, but I would wake up the next morning and I would be the same old Jason yep. every time. And But one night, well, it was actually one morning, I woke up to go to work, and then when I got to work, I just I felt like that I was in a movie theater by myself and I was watching my whole life roll on that screen. But I was locked down in this chair and I couldn't get up, I couldn't do nothing but watch. And it was like I watched every bad thing that I had ever done in my life. And the first thing I told myself was I'm going to <coughs> die. I must be going to die. Yeah. But and then, and then I told myself, well this must be what my mom you know, because I and I believe this with all my heart. I believe my mom knew she was going to die before she died. I believe she knew it yeah. because I look back now and I see these things happen. And I believe that my brother James knew that he was going to die 
because probably the the two weeks before he got killed in that car wreck, and 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 like he never done nothing unless his son was with him. Yeah, he started doing things without Tyler, like purposely. That's no, weird. no, Tyler, you can't go to the store <coughs> with me. Like he was expecting it. Yeah, you can't go to the store with me. No, I'm uh, I've, I'm going. You have to stay here. Yeah. And even his mom told me that. She said that was really weird for James. She said, but he did that probably the you know two weeks before he got killed. Mm-hmm. And and uh, but I, I I believe and and that's what I was you know going through in my mind. I was in that movie theater sitting there, and I was locked to a chair, and I was watching all the bad things that I had done in my life, the people that I had done so wrong, couldn't get away from it, and then I was like, I'm going to die. I'm going to die today. I know it. This is what was going on with my mom, with my friends, with people that I knew, you know, that had passed away, and, and I know I'm going to die. And, like, you know, we've done had the episode about anxiety and PTSD and all that stuff. I was literally, at any other time, I would have been freaking out and wanted to go home, and, you know, my heart's beating out of my chest. I can't breathe. I'm running. I'm sitting still. I'm crying. I'm freaking out. I'm mm-hmm. panicking. Yeah. Unending doom. But it was different this day. Different. It was like I could not get away from it, but it I can't explain it. I could not get away from this feeling, but I had to see the end of it. Yeah. So I worked that whole eight hours telling my friends that I rode to work with, I don't know what's going on with me today, man, but I'm going to die. Yeah. What are you talking about, Beefy, man? Quit saying stuff like that. No, I'm serious, Brad, my buddy Brad and yeah. his little brother Matt. I'm going to die today, and I know it. Man, don't say stuff. Man, you're crazy, dude. You're just cutting up, Beefy, you know. I was like, well, I'm just telling you. I want this song played, Free Bird or something like that. I don't know. (laughs) If I leave here tomorrow, you know. uh, But, uh, and I I, I want this. I want you two to be my pallbearers, Josh Ward, this and that one, blah, blah, blah. You know, to be my pallbearers and, you know. And uh, they was like, man, you're crazy. We get home, I'm freaking out, but I can't get out of that theater in my mind. And and I get home, and I look across the road from their house, and I see Josh standing there. And at a dead run, son, I run at him. Yeah. And I said, man, I got to talk to you. And he's like, you know what's going on? And I said, I'm going to die today. He's like, what are you talking about? And I explained to him the best that I could on what I was going through in my mind, and I'll never forget it as long as I live. He looked at me just calmly, and he said, Man, God's dealing with you. And I remember just a flush of anger, rage hit me. I know what you mean. And I was like, What do you mean? That's the last thing you want to hear. Yeah. I'm like, What do you mean God's dealing with me? Yeah. And he's like... Man, God is dealing with your heart. Yeah. And I'm like, well, then answer me this, Josh. Why did this happen? Yeah. Why did that happen? Why would he let this happen? You know, why would he let this happen to me? If God, you know, God God doesn't love me. I believe that God's real. Always have. Oh, yeah. I mean, I had enough reverence and and respect for him not to to say the GD word, but every other word I said. Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah. 
I wasn't going to break in no church or burn a church down. Yeah. Why did these things happen to me? If God wants me, why? Yeah. And he looked me right there in the eyes and he said, I don't know. Yeah. But God's dealing with you. Yeah. And I said, what do I do? He said, you can get saved right here. And he pointed at the ground. I'll never forget this day as long as I live. And I remember I was full of rage and mad, confused and scared and all of every emotion you could think of. And he had took me to a church a night or two before that. And the only reason I went there was to see the little my little girlfriend, you mm-hmm. know. And I said, take me to that church. Because I always thought revival meant food. <laughs> I didn't know. Yeah. It means food spiritually, but not, you know, physical yeah. food. No hot dogs. But uh, he, uh, I said, take me back to that church. And he goes, seriously? And I said, yeah, I want to go. He said, all right. I said, I'll go get ready, and I'll never forget it, man. The whole time I'm in there putting clothes on and all this stuff and that stuff, I'm thinking, I'll cuss everybody there all to pieces. Because I know God ain't dealing with me. Yeah, yeah. I'll show my hind end like it's never been showed before. Mm -hmm. I know God's real, but he's never done nothing for me. Yeah. That's what That was my process. Yeah. You know, my dad was a thief and a drunk and spent time in prison. My mom sold drugs. My oldest brother was a dopehead, this, that, and the other. I was molested. I was this. I was beat on. I was this. I was that. I had a rough life and blah, 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 and this, that, and the other. And and just, you know, everything that I could think in my mind to take out on these people because, all oh, they were so happy they had Jesus in their life. And he takes me up there, and, and uh, he says, man, I'm going to get Brian to come back here and talk to you. And I was like, yeah, sounds good. <laughs> you know, a little yeah. smart aleck punk. Yeah. And Brian, I'll never forget, he come back there to the foyer, and he goes, what's going on with you, buddy? And he knew me, but he didn't know me good. You know, he knew, you know, we'd play ball and stuff like that, but he, we wasn't friends. Mm. We just were acquaintances. And I took him in that little sound room that's still there, I run the sound at, at church, and, and a lot of times I'll go in there and think, man, I can't believe what I did <clears throat> right here in this room. Yeah. And uh, and uh, I said, is this God dealing with me? And I started telling him everything I was going through, like sitting in the theater and just watching my life roll before my eyes. I said, man, I think I'm going to die. Yeah. And I, t- I probably sat in there with him 15 minutes, and he said, he said, yeah, Jason. He said, uh, it sounds to me like God's dealing with you, dealing with your heart. Yeah. And I looked at him and I said, what do I got to do? Give you all some effing money? I'll never forget it. I said, do yeah. I got to do a bunch of effing cartwheels to yeah. make this leave me? Yeah. And Brian looked at me calm and collected. <clears throat> and and Brian's, uh, Brian's not calm and collected when you're making fun of God or, yeah. you know, being a, a, a punk. Mm-hmm. And he goes, anytime you feel like going up there and praying, you can pray. Yeah. He said, do you want to go up there and pray? And I was like, yeah, I'll go up there. I'll go up there. Yeah. And I turned, we walked out of that sound room, and he just kind of went on his way, you know, probably thinking in his mind, like any normal human being, that guy's crazier than crap, son. He's on something. He walks this way, and I turn around, look, and there stands Elmer Green, preached mm-hmm. at my mommy's funeral, me already thinking that I'm dying, and I at a dead run, I run right up to him. And I said, do you remember me? And he goes, no, I, I, I don't. I don't. And I said, I'm Betty Lanehart's boy. Oh, how are you doing? He patted me on the back. And I said, I ain't doing too good, buddy. <laughs> yeah. I said, but if this is real, I'll be doing a lot better tonight. Yeah. 
And I went over there, my little smart aleck self, and sat right in the middle of every one of them. And thought, you know, I looked up and seen my cousin Chad sitting in the front, and I went up there and gave him a hug. And uh, went and sat down, and Elmer was preaching. They'd sung for a little while, and Elmer would preach. And he'd stop, and he'd say, everybody look at that boy right there. And everybody look at me, and my blood would boil, son. I'd get so mad. Yep. And he'd say, well, I know what you mean. He said, that young man right there wants to know if this is real. He said, I want you all to pray that God shows him it's real. And it seemed like he preached for 20 years. Yeah. Elmer was long-winded anyway. Bless his heart. <laughs> I loved Elmer. He was my yeah. pastor for a long time. But uh, he, uh, it seemed like he stood up there. And I thought, and the whole time I'm thinking, I'm going to go up there. I'm going to go just to prove, just yeah. to prove them. And you couldn't t- take, and Danny, as hard as you can punch, and punch me right in the nose and make me cry. Mm. I'd done cried enough to fill up the uh, anvil swimming pool. And it, they finally had an altar call. I didn't even know. I didn't even know how to pray. I didn't yeah. know what to do. And I remember everybody turned around that was in front of me and looked at me. Every one of them did, because I was sitting right in the monks of them. Because I was going to show my hind end because I knew it wasn't real. Yeah. And I <laughs> thought, well, I got to keep my word. Yeah. So I took a step, took another step, and finally got out in that aisle. And then all of a sudden, like I started tearing up, and I was like, what the heck? And I got a little closer started bawling got up there and i got on my knees and by this time i was moaning and wailing son don't i don't remember what i said to god i don't remember the words that came out of my mouth but it felt like something came right down inside my body and lifted i I felt lighter than a feather man and i stood up and all i could say and me bawling I mean snot the whole nine yards and people coming up and patting me on the back and I didn't I don't remember half people that was doing that but all I could say was I wish I'd have done this sooner but yeah. the thing was is God his time is different well he was preparing you yeah kind of what we're talking about yeah you that's know? what he I'm saying preparing you. you know yeah. That's that's what I, I was going to tie it back in there. Oh, my bad. You, you, Danny, you tied it in before I got to. I actually, that, I waited this long to tie it back in. Yeah, I'm, pl- I'm glad that you tied it back in. Yeah, man, brother. God bless Danny and nobody but, else. Uh, I believe that they're... <laughs> God bless Danny and nobody else. Tied he tied it back, it back in. in. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> but no, uh, I believe... <laughs> Stupid. I believe that there is... Uh, you may not agree with this. I believe there is a time yes. set in yes. each person's life yes. to be brought to Jesus. Yes. The, I believe that with all my heart. That's why I can almost tell you the times that he dealt with me. Yeah. I'm going to say three times before I got yeah. saved. Yeah. I believe that. Uh, and uh, if if there, if you try any other time than the time, you're yeah. just going to fail. Yeah. yeah. You know, uh, we... I know so many people that has tried and tried and tried, including myself. I'm yeah. not nothing. Uh, you're not going to succeed until God wants you That's to right. succeed in anything. And and the I remember before I met before I met the Lord, I was so sick of my life. Oh yeah, rock like, bottom. Yeah, I was so sick of everything, 
and like uh, people that are on drugs and this, that, and the other, and they'll they'll go to jail and they'll pray or they'll go to a halfway house or they'll go to rehab, the Christian based mm-hmm. rehabs, and or just you know ten steps, twelve steps, five steps, however many steps it takes, and they'll do so good and then they'll get out. Yep. But my and, and then they'll end up going right back. You know. Well, uh, uh, the Bible says like a dog going back to its vomit. A couple really good examples of what you just said is Caleb Brown and Brittley Carpenter. Yeah, yeah. Them dudes right there. I hope they listen to this. I know Caleb does. I, I don't know if Brantley and does And here's the thing is I know Brantley. I know him very I've well. I've known him for a long time. Uh, that dude I, is I used so to, awesome. I, I, I used to run around with him way before Jesus. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, he was a wild one, yeah. buddy. And he'll tell you that. I'm not saying anything he wouldn't tell to you because he's out there every and I, day I, on Facebook telling his story. I love it. And to me, that's when you know. Yeah. And I'm sure that if you asked him, had you have you ever prayed the sinner's prayer? Yeah. And he'd probably say a thousand times. Yeah. Oh, yeah. People like that are struggling and want help and want to get right and want off of that stuff but it just ain't the right timing you know I, just like i said i i really hope that uh the both these guys listen to this because those dudes right there now brently will probably tell you if you asked him about it, that he didn't care for me much back in the day well, we never had we never fought or never like had words between each other, but it was just one of them dudes, you know, he didn't care for me and I didn't care for right. him much either. Right. You know, I always thought, you know, that he was never a bad person, even when he was like that. Right. Back then. right. I never saw him as a bad dude because anytime you was around him, Hey buddy, what are you doing? But you, you know what I'm saying? Right. You just Everybody had... listening knows what I'm talking yeah. about. Yeah. I don't really care for Danny Potter. He's kind of a punk yeah. or whatever. And I probably thought the same thing about him. Yeah. But looking back at how he was then versus now, it's totally it's a totally different it's person. It's a one eighty. His heart is different. His yeah. soul is yeah. different. His priorities is different. Yeah. And so is Caleb's. Caleb right there lived in the lived in the woods. I saw pictures of him eating food Man, on the side of the road. Yes, that's so yeah. sad. But at the same time, what better person to tell and because I'm a big believer in that you can't help nobody through anything if you ain't been through right, it yourself. Right. Caleb and Brantley wow. could lead so many people. And they will. And, and they, they will. They will. They will. I but I want to throw this in there real quick before we get done with this podcast. I did die that day, Danny. <sighs> the old beefy did. Yeah. I died that day. Yeah. Well, it's a, it's, a, it's, a, it's actually called like a rebirth or born, yeah, born again. Born again. Yeah. But 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 I I did die that day, and that doesn't mean that I haven't made the same mistakes before I met God. Because I have, I'd be a liar if I told you. Well, yeah. That I ain't made them same mistakes. Um, but but there is something inside me, and I know what it is. It's the Spirit of God. There's something inside me that that makes me realize that I've sinned, or that that tells me. You know that 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 watches and 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 it's constantly there. I backslid for five years and couldn't cuss. Yeah. You know, had made my mind up. I hate Brian. I hate seven pines. I hate six pines. I hate nine of them. Yeah. And hated everybody <clears throat> because something didn't go my way. Yeah. And it hurt me. Mm-hmm. Church hurt. Church hurt is a real thing. Yeah. But. You've got to realize in your life that 
trust God and hold every man a liar. I think I said that wrong. Uh, but that's basically what it is. Everybody, I can fail you, Danny. I can do three things right now that God cannot do. Yeah. Ain't that amazing? Yeah. I can fail you. Yeah. I can remember your sin. Yeah. <laughs> I can remember yeah. your sin. Yeah. What's the third one? Hold on a minute. <laughs> ah, see, I can. Oh, and he can't lie. Yeah. So those are three things that I can do that God himself cannot do. Yeah. You know why? Because God won't mess with free will. Right. No, well, not just he that. allows us to mess up. Yes. There's two roads, buddy. <clears throat> and and just just like I was saying, you could ask Brentley, how many times have you said the sinner's prayer? And he'd probably say a billion times, man. <laughs> yeah. You know, just like me. But like you said, it was at a pointed time, man, that when he was dealing and, he, and, and I was at that point where I was sick of my life. Yeah. I was sick of it. Yeah. That's when he can come in and change us. Yeah. Amen. There's one more thing I got to say. <laughs> we just took a break and I told Danny, I said, man, I hate that I do that. I just start talking and never give you an opportunity to say anything. Yeah. In order to face these battles that I, that I was talking about, the spiritual and the physical battle, I'm going to tell you straight up, America, that you need Jesus in order to do that. Now, the reason I say that is, is Danny's a big gun guy. I've got a few guns in my home, and yeah. I don't care a bit to shoot you if you're trying to mess with my stuff or my family or my kids. The things that I work hard for, I'll gunshot you and wait 30 minutes before I call 919. But what I'm saying is, <laughs> boy, that's a lot of hate, ain't it, Beefy? <laughs> no, uh, but what I'm saying is, is you've got to have Jesus in order to go through these things because... Jesus, honey, can protect you from bullets. I've uh, anybody ever heard of John Hagee? Uh, you know, he testifies that he was standing in a church in Texas, and this guy came in and within feet of him opened fire and emptied a gun. Bow, 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 bow. And the bullets went right around the man. Oh yeah. Well, I just hit that, <laughs> just smack it. But uh, you know, like you said, it's appointed for you to be. God's got these times set for you. And he's also got a time set for you to die. Yeah. And he's God is trying to prepare America and all the people, we the people, amen, to prepare for what's coming. Every, you can feel it. You can feel that something is going to happen. I know it's going to happen. You can feel it. Yeah. Uh, God gave you this life. Amen. And he's proud of your life. Amen. And I expect, I know that God expects you. I feel that God expects you to fight for the life that He gave you. Oh yeah. Now it might seem a little rough or whatever, but I I believe that you are to fight for the life yeah. that you that He gave you and that He gave your children the breath that He gave you. Uh, if you just lay down and take whatever's thrown at you, I don't want nothing to do with you. Yeah. If you're the type of person that just lays down and takes something whatever it is what if it's a law that you don't that you know that isn't constitutionally right but you go along with it don't ever speak to me because i ain't got nothing for you that's because the founders that founded what we <coughs> hold true to our souls yeah them they, they were christians they, they were christians they, they knew what they were doing you know uh there's the bible and then there's the constitution amen that's the way I look at it. Yeah, man. You know, nothing, nothing will ever be more important than the than the than the Word of God in the Bible and stuff like that. But this right here, baby, I keep these mm -hmm. right in this studio right it here. It says the Constitution of the United States and, of uh, Africa. You'd be amazed and probably scared that 
how little or people has read this. Yeah. I've read every word of it. Yeah. And I can't go back and tell you tell you what it says verbatim. But Son, I can. I can tell <laughs> I can tell you a whole lot of what's in oh, this yeah. book right yeah. here, and I can break it down and tell you what it exactly means. Oh yeah, in layman's terms, right. you know. So I'm telling you right now that if you're the type of person that just lays down and takes life as it comes at you, don't 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 don't, don't waste your time coming around me. I'm not the type of person that you want to be around because I'm a very passionate person when yes. it comes to our life that yes. has been given to us. And you should be, too. And if you don't, I don't want to have nothing to do with you. Now, that doesn't mean go out there and buy a bunch of guns or do whatever you want. Uh, prepare the way that you want to prepare. I've prepared in a lot of other ways other than guns. And my wife will tell you that. Yeah. And I'm not going to say how or what I've done because never you don't need to know. Got some booby trap. <laughs> and and uh, I'm just <laughs> saying that I'm, I'm prepared in more ways than one. Uh, but I'm just saying the Constitution is second in my life under the Bible. And it should be for everybody, I feel like. So uh, don't be the type of person to lay down and just take whatever's thrown at you because it's not right. Don't let your your children watch certain things and don't shop at Target. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's an it, evil place. It, it really I'm is. I'm convinced folks. it is. It is. And if you drink Bud Light, quit drinking. Give your life to Jesus. You know, I did tell uh, I did tell all y'all that uh, uh, Dylan Mulaney has got a new show on Fox News, right? Yeah, it's called Delaney Untucked. <laughs> yeah. So he's went he's went and got him some tucked children's underwear at the Target up there. Yeah, well, I'm telling you right now, folks, the the little the the video that my boy was watching where the guy just happened to have lipstick on, he looked to- totally normal except for than, the lipstick. Other than the lipstick, that's subliminal messages to your children yeah. because Brody may or may not have even noticed it. But I know he saw it. Yeah, he, he may not. It may not have clicked. He may not have realized what was happening. But in the back of his mind, if he was to watch another one of that guy's videos and he didn't have that on, he might. He would remember why he got it on in this video. Yeah, why don't? Why is his lips not? And then red? as he grows up and progresses and sees more of that and just more and more of it, it's going to be normal. Yeah. That's not normal. Yeah, it's sick. It's yeah. a sickness. Yeah, it's a mental illness yes i believe Point that with all my heart period i believe it's a demon and a mental illness all wrapped up in one this lgbtq transition stuff is mental illness that's all it is yeah it's all it is it's a demon yeah. living inside these people yeah so i agree 100 percent, man that's all i've got to say about that i do want to tell everybody <laughs> that was a good forest gun <laughs> i do want to tell everybody to remember us on facebook uh, remember us on Spotify or whatever uh, platform you listen to us on. Uh, there's usually a question and an answer in the uh, show notes on Spotify, I believe, only. Participate in that because it helps get the podcast out there to more people. And uh, you got anything else? Shout out to uh, our good buddy, uh, D. Salsa from Florida. Yeah. And, talked uh, to him today, actually. Did you? Yeah, I talked That's to him good. on the phone. Me and Patsy is planning a trip to Orange Beach. Orange. This summer in, in Alabama, and uh, he knew all about it, so he was a big help there, telling us where to go and where to stay and what all's there. Right on, because we ain't never been. And there. we also want to give a shout out to who else? Uh, Southeast. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> Southern Kentucky off-roaders. <laughs> Why do I keep saying Southeast? It's just what we say. 
We don't say Southern, you know. Southeast, man. Southern Kentucky off-roaders. Southern Kentucky off-roaders. Them guys was on the podcast, if you listened to it, a week or so ago. Uh, them guys is doing big work. They went on a ride, I think, today. Yeah, I, I saw on Facebook, I think I mentioned yeah. that about his. Oh, yeah, you said they changed their uh, Facebook picture, I think, or yeah, something like that. Yeah, well, um, uh, <laughs> <laughs> he had washed his Jeep. <laughs> Oh yeah, he called yeah. her Ruby. Yeah, old Fred Ruby, but looking yeah. sharp. I enjoyed that. Them guys on here, they're yeah, going to they're come back too, folks, and just shoot the bull with us. And uh, also, uh, a big shout out to the Sugar Shack. Uh, Sugar Shack. Yeah, they were uh, they were going to come out the other night and see us, but yeah. Um, I if you want to, beef, I'll actually schedule something with them tomorrow if you want to. Yeah, not for tomorrow. I'll right. schedule it tomorrow for sometime next week. Okay, awesome, awesome, awesome. And uh, oh, we'll, we'll see you when Southern Kentucky Off-Roaders guys want to come back. And yeah. uh, Listen, folks, we ain't guest a guest-based uh, podcast, but we've got plenty of room for other people. You yeah. know, we, I, we, I'm not active. Me and Beefy ain't actively seeking out people to come on the podcast, but if you want to come on, Come on. Let us know. We'll if try to got, ske- schedule you. Yeah, if you've got something coming up that you want to talk about, whatever it is, it, I don't care. Come on here. As long as it ain't it, too crazy. Yeah. As long, I mean, as long as you ain't talking about the rapture or nothing like that or, you know, <laughs> LGBTQ or I Target. I ain't bragging or anything, but a lot of people listens to this. He's bragging. <laughs> Whatever. I'm bragging. A lot of people does listen to the podcast, yeah. though. So if you want to... I like the haters. I do they too. listen to every I word. Do too, yeah. <laughs> if they don't, they're blabbing about something stupid on Facebook, making themselves look like an idiot. <laughs> haters, we appreciate you listening. It helps the algorithm. If you want to send us a algorithm. donation, if you want to send us a donation of 12 cents or, or, or a dollar, we'll take it, honey. Yeah. We'll take it. That's what's up, world. Yeah, man. Fat boy, I mean y'all. <laughs> Love you.